All right, let's start in uh, uh, Acts chapter 4, and we'll read verses 23 through 21. Acts 4, 23 through 21 says this, And being let go, they went to their own company, and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done uh, by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. Let's pray again. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we just uh, thank you for your goodness and uh, uh, grace. And uh, Lord, again, we pray for the needs. Again, be with uh, Lisa. And then we pray for Lynn and she'll uh, be uh, traveling. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the praises tonight. Lord, uh, Sister Myers, uh, grandson, Lord, uh, somebody that loves God, marrying somebody else uh, that loves God. That's always an exciting thing to hear. Uh, thank you for the uh, testimony that uh, uh, Priscilla was ab uh, able to give tonight and about her trip. Uh, thank you for this uh, testimony that uh, Pam just gave. And Lord, we just pray uh, for that work up there in Maine, that you would use them and uh, God just work through them to build another local church uh, to your honor and glory and praise. <laughs> Lord, uh, again, we thank you that uh, Zach got to uh, be here uh, with his loved ones and just uh, bless his uh, time here. And Lord, we, again, we thank of, uh, Lord, uh, Sister uh, Sherry tonight, Sister Meredith, uh, Sister Barnett, and uh, others, dear God, with a great need, please be with them. And again, Lord, we're praying special prayers for our vacation Bible school. Again, we pray uh, for our leaders. We pray for our teachers and just uh, everyone that's uh, helping participate. Dear God, Lord, we pray again you'd bless the efforts, Lord, that uh, when those doors are open tomorrow, Lord, uh, please, I pray that you would just bring, Lord, a good number in and we'd have a good week, dear God, that, uh, Lord, uh, that we might be able to encourage these young people to see some young people saved. And Lord, just uh, let them know, as we talked about this morning, that our God uh, is enough at every stage of life. And uh, Lord, uh, just to see them uh, get help from the Word of God, and you would use this to build your church, and Lord, to glorify yourself. Now again, help us, Lord, as we look at these portions of Scripture, in Jesus' precious name, amen. And so, of course, you know the story here in Acts 4 that uh, uh, the, some of the disciples get taken before uh, the magistrates there, and they they let him go, and then again it says in verse 23, and being let go, uh, they went to their own company, which is, of course, uh, the church. And boy, you see that over and over. They'd go out, and then they always reported uh, to the church, and the church uh, got together to be there for one another. And then it says in verse 24, and when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. 
Boy, if we could just get people just to believe that, that'd make a, a, a big change in what's going on in the world today. But then he says this in verse 25, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were against, were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. And again, he's uh, in his prayer, they're quoting uh, the word of God, right? They're uh, quoting from a psalm and who knows what psalm they're quoting from? Let's see. I know. Let's see. We can see if we get somebody else here. All right. Okay. Sorry, Priscilla. Psalm 2. That's right. I'm sure that's what Brother Wood would have said uh, too. But uh, so, right. And so they said there, why do the heathen rage? And so look at this. Uh, uh, we go back to Psalm 2. Let's uh, turn over there and look at that uh, a psalm. But, you know, the, uh, David talks about it in his day. And then uh, uh, the disciples were talking about it. Uh, in uh, their day. And of course, what's going on all around us today? Well, you just see how much, you know, again, some things may change, but again, people don't change. The heathen are still raging. Uh, raging. What have we seen all week? All week we've been watching the last few days, the heathen rage, the heathen rage. And so uh, uh, Psalm 2 and uh, uh, we'll just, uh, I won't read the whole psalm, but we'll read those uh, first three, start off with those first three verses. Again, it says, Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointing, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. So we read uh, uh, this psalm uh, uh, here, and it asks a good question. Why do the heathen rage? The Lord raises this question for us. Amen. And, of course, it's a good question that demands an answer. And, of course, the Word of God gives the answer. But as long as you and I live in this world, right, people are going to be out there uh, raging and uh, uh, getting upset everything. Every time something uh, uh, is done, uh, that would uh, uh, glorify the Lord and uh, help spread righteousness in our land. And so here we see the heathen speak and it says, why do they rage? That word rage means this, to be in commotion. This word is only found concerning this psalm. It uses the same word there in Acts 4. And so it denotes the uproar and plotting of the wicked against the righteous. And so don't be fooled about whatever issue they're talking about. It's really about this uproar is about plotting against uh, the righteous. You know, isn't it amazing that they think we're extreme? You know, uh, those extremists and, uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm pretty, ex uh, 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 I believe what I believe extremely, right? I extremely believe it. So in, in, in uh, that sense, but, you know, it, it's just amazing how uh, sin blinds the mind, as the Bible says, and makes people think. It includes violent anger accompanied with furious words. Has anybody seen that in the last few days? Has anybody seen violent anger? Has anybody seen some furious uh, words out there? Yep, that's what, we're, that's what we're seeing all around us. And that word vain means imagined. It's kind of interesting. It means imagined plot. <laughs> Isn't that what they think? Oh, they're out to get us, man. We can't do nothing anymore. It means a delusion. Boy, those people are definitely uh, delusional in the way that they're thinking. I mean, it just, 
Even though I've seen a lot of that my whole life, it still just boggles the mind to see how people react to things and how they, how they uh, uh, do out there just having uh, uh, demonstrations all across uh, the country over these things. But you know what? I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm glad they got something to be raged about uh, uh, there. We're uh, thankful for what happened. But if that does not describe, again, what we're seeing on the streets today, I don't know what does. But, you know, why, why are they raging? Why are they raging? Uh, why are they imagining vain things? Well, one, they have no peace. They have those people that, act, people that have peace, people that are uh, uh, content. They don't act like that. Uh, uh, when, when things happen, they, these people have no peace. And that's what it comes down to. They have no peace. They have no contentment. Why? Because they have no truth. They have no truth. They have no anchor of the soul, if you will. And, uh, and uh, we talk about that, right? We have that anchor of the soul. And uh, 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 Zach, this one's for you right here. Listen, this, this Zach, right? Now we got three Zachs here, Right. Will the real Zachary please stand up? You remember, you remember that show, right? All right, all right. And it says, listen, when a boat does not have an anchor, it's left to what, Zach? Ride the wave, right? Isn't that what your shirt said the other day? Ride the wave. And that's what these people are doing. They're riding the wave of emotion. They ride the wave of what society dictates. They ride the wave or whatever's just blowing in the wind out there. And it's kind of interesting. Uh, again, uh, uh, Jude goes right along with this. Jude 10 through uh, 13 says this. Again, but these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things, they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth without fruit. Twice dead, that's what they are, plucked up by the roots. And then notice what verse 13, raging waves. <laughs> yeah, right? They're just tossed about with every wave because they have no anchor. And that, it's funny that uh, uh, Jude says that raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom reserve the blackness of darkness forever. And so uh, those who do not know God have come together to take counsel. They've united their forces against the Lord and against his uh, anointed. They are saying we will not be bound by anything God says or anything God wants to do, right? So in this description, when those who are against God speak, we should not be troubled by their words. When they speak, again, as this says, they speak to their own shame. They've gone the way of Cain. They've rejected true religion. They've gone the way of Balaam. They've rejected true uh, direction. They've gone the way of Korah, and they've rejected true authority. They don't want anybody telling them what to do. They take counsel together. It says, notice what it, it says there, the kings of the earth set themselves and the ruler take counsel together. Well, what are, they, what are the leaders of the country doing this week, right? Is it the G7 meeting, right? That's what they do. Ever notice how many meetings the leaders of the world have? Let's have another G7 meeting. Let's have another G20 meeting. Let's have another UN meeting. They want every kind of meeting except a local church meeting. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't want that, that type of meeting. 
They remind me of what it says in 2 Timothy 3, 7. In 2 Timothy 3, 7, it says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, I don't know if they're ever learning, but they're ever meeting. And they really do nothing uh, uh, to help uh, a society because they, they don't know what to do. Right. They just get together and talk about what they didn't get last time and then uh, set a meeting for what they're not going to get done next time uh, 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 they meet and then take a nice picture together. But notice what it says. What is their meeting against? It's against the Lord and against his anointed. And really, that's what all this is about. Everything going out there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Everything going on, all this raging all this vain imagination, right? Everything going on is about Jesus. It's really everything is about Jesus. It doesn't matter what the topic the heathen are raging about. In the end, it's all about Jesus. The devil wants to keep people's hearts and minds on any topic but Jesus. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And that's what they're showing, right? All that rage and hate and all that stuff. Why? Because that's what's in their heart. Again, because they have no peace in their heart. They have no uh, contentment in their heart. They have no uh, uh, anchor of the soul again uh, in their heart. And so uh, uh, the, the thought of their heart is evil continually. And so, it, again, that's why it doesn't matter what the topic is. They're going to be raging. They're going to be mad. They're going to be fighting uh, against authority. I mean, it's amazing to me how something can happen in the morning and by night everybody has nicely printed cards and everybody has these outfits and, and, and uh, uh, everything like that, right? Uh, they're, they're, they're ready. But all this is against Jesus and about against his authority in their life. That's what they're uh, fighting against. We'll have no one, verse 3. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. They, no one is going to tell uh, them what to do. They want no authority, especially the authority of God uh, and His Word in their life. And so, hey, listen, uh, the heathens speak, but thank God uh, the Lord speaks. And how does He respond? He sitteth in the heavens, right, shall laugh. This, listen, this doesn't affect God. And since it doesn't affect God, it shouldn't affect us. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Right? Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. So the Lord says here he has them in derision. That means to mock, to ridicule. That means wisdom deriding those that despise wisdom. He says, rage all you want. You're not going to, nothing they do is going to affect what God's plan is in this world. He says in verse six, hey, uh, despite your raging, uh, despite your rebellion, despite your fighting against authority, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill in Zion. All their raging is just background noise to what God is doing as he marches forward in his quest to rule the world one day during the millennial reign with a rod of iron. These verses 4 and 5, the Bible says that God hears the lost, lifting their voices against him, right? And uh, listening to many Christians, again, uh, even Christians would imagine the world is uh, out of control. Listen, it, it amazes me 
Again, how, 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 uh, 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 when all this stuff happens immediately, right? Again, I say this all the time, getting texts, getting emails. Listen, believers, keep your mind uh, in the word. Keep your mind on the things of God. Again, I, I always emphasize, don't get sidetracked because God is still on the throne and he's going to put his son on the throne here on earth one day. Revelations 14, 1. Right, He says there in, uh, in, in verse 6, Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. And we know that's what's going to happen in the millennial reign. Revelation 14.1 says, I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. And with him, 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So this is a good reminder. Listen, uh, don't be shocked. Uh, Brother Wood's been talking about this in, in Sunday school uh, uh, during uh, these uh, last times. I talked about it a few weeks ago. We've, you know, uh, we've never seen things line up uh, 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 in history like they're lining up uh, 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 today and reminds us that there'll be no peace till the Prince of Peace. Hey, just like an individual. Hey, listen, uh, 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 an individual will have no peace until he accepts the Prince of Peace in their life, until they accept the Lord. Until, until the Lord Jesus Christ is reigning in your heart, until the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne of your heart, uh, you'll have no peace. You'll have no contentment. So whether it's an individual person or whether it's a nation or whether it's the world, there'll be no peace. There'll be no contentment, amen, without until the, the Prince of Peace is ruling and reigning in that realm. And that's exactly what the Bible shows us here. You know, often we only hear one side of the story. We hear the heathen raging about God. We hear all uh, these immoral, indecent things uh, that stirs up. I mean, it's just unbelievable what these, what these people say out there. I mean, it's just, I mean, uh, uh, th th this topic and, and the things that uh, uh, people say. I, I, I was looking at some same day, and that, that's why I don't spend a lot of time uh, looking at the news, try to keep a little bit what's going on. But it, it just, I mean, you know, it just shocks you what people say. And that's why it's so important uh, to stay in the word. But listen, uh, listen, but he, he, here's the thing. They're all stirred up about their issue. This encourage us to make sure that we stayed up and we stay stirred up about our issue. Now, of course, that doesn't mean we should be acting, acting crazy about our issue, but it's sad that the world can get more stirred up about the issues in their heart than we get stirred up about the issues that should be in our heart. Hey, listen, uh, we should be stirred up about what's right. We should be stirred up about uh, getting uh, the gospel. We should be stirred up about the things that the Word of God uh, 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 teaches us. Right. If, if, if they can take a strong stance against what's wrong, amen, we should be doing the same for what is right. As this psalm uh, progresses, as we saw in verse uh, six, the kings of the earth have their plan. But thank God, God has a greater plan. Verse six and seven speak of the promise of God and that the Lord Jesus Christ shall reign. The heathen may rage, but they are not going to affect the plan of God or the outcome. He has determined for the world. And so we see uh, the, 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 the heathen rage, 
But, uh, and so we see uh, they speak. We see the Holy One speak. And that's why it's so important uh, that we speak, the helpers of God. In this psalm, we hear again the heathen speak, the Holy One speak. And we recognize that those of us who know the Lord must speak. Notice uh, uh, verses 10 through 12. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judge of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Verse 12, kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. But blessed are all they that put their trust in him, and that they is us. This is a time for boldness. We must not become so distracted by the raging of unbelievers that we forget that God has already set his son on the holy hill of Zion and he's in control. While they are speaking against him, amen, it is our responsibility to speak for him. Don't get sidetracked by the heathen raging. The Lord will deal with that. Stay focused on the fact that God still, listen, uh, uh, don't listen to the heathen raging. Be reminded that God wants to save the heathen. And he says that right here, verse 8. Ask of me, and I shall give the heathen for thine inheritance. That's what we need to think. When we see the heathen raging, we don't need to get sidetracked by that. We need to stay focused on the fact that he wants to save the heathen. That should, while they're stirred up about all the wickedness, we should stir it up. That listen, what's an amazing thing is that God loves those people and that God wants to save those people. While they're out there raging and, and going wild, right? God looks down and says, man, I would just love to save everyone in that crowd today. I would just love to save. And that's why it's important for us to stay focused on uh, that, not what their next move is and, and all that stuff, but be reminded while the heathen are raging, God says, you know what? While they're out there raging, the best thing you can do is pray for an opportunity to be a witness. I appreciate David and those that went down uh, the other day uh, down there and witnessed to those. Pray for the heathen. Look for opportunities to be a witness to the heathen and uh, be a shining light uh, to those uh, that are out there raging. Stay focused. Matthew 28, 18 says, Jesus said this. Jesus came and spake to them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Think about that. Before he ascended to heaven, he already had all power in heaven and earth. He has all power in earth. So at the moment, his choosing, he already has all power in earth. And one day he will reign in that power upon the earth. But even though he may not be uh, reigning, even though we may not be in the millennial reign, he still has all power on earth right now. Amen. He can still do whatever he wants. At the moment he's choosing, he can step in and do whatever he decides to do because he has all power even upon earth. And so uh, going back to uh, Acts 4, notice uh, how they ended their prayer. He said, Lord, the heathen are raging. The heathen were raging back in David's time. The heathen were raging back in uh, uh, the disciples' time. The heathen are raging uh, during our time. And look how they end their prayer. Verse 29 says this, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Listen to them, Lord. They're out there raging. Listen to their threatenings. And you know what we need you to do, God? Grant unto thy servants that with all boldness we may speak thy word. By stretching forth thy hand to heal 
and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. Just like we talked about this morning, right? God is enough. Uh, look, the, the best thing we can do, amen, while they're out there raging, is say, God, amen, do something mighty in the name of Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing we can pray, amen? Uh, 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 we don't need to get out there and argue with them. We don't need to go out there and go toe-to-toe with them. We just need to say, Lord, boy, the best thing you can do out there while they're raging is just come and do something mighty in the name of Jesus. Hey, that, would, that's what we, that needs to be our prayer this week. Just like we talked about this morning, showing these people that God is enough. God, this week, this week, amen, this morning we said, Lord, this week, help, help us to show them that God is enough. Lord, this week, do something mighty in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the heathen see, amen, that, listen, despite everything else, you're still in control. You still want to save the heathen. Amen. Do something mighty in the name of Jesus. That's the, that's the best thing uh, you can do. You don't need to uh, uh, get in an argument with somebody on Facebook or uh, whatever it is you argue back and forth uh, with people. Amen. Uh, just get out there and brag on Jesus. Amen. And give them Jesus. That's the best thing you can do to anybody. You know, uh, again, I, I always think of my, my, my grandfather when he was on that, that island uh, with, with, with cannibals and, and he was talking to that, 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 that chief. And he, I'll never forget, 85 years old with tears running down his face. He said, Jeff, he said, I just gave him Jesus. I just gave him Jesus. Amen. And that's what, what we need down there. You, we don't need to go down there and try and uh, get in big arguments and reason with people. Anytime we get an opportunity, amen, all we need to do is just give him Jesus. Amen. And he's in control and say, God, you want to save this heathen right here. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Lord, shake this place. Shake, listen, even if you don't shake the place, shake me where they were all assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. And that should be our prayer. Lord, this week, do something mighty in the name of Jesus. Lord, this week, fill us all with the Holy Ghost. Lord, this week, Lord, as we have opportunity uh, uh, to bring these young people in, Lord, help us to speak with boldness and kindness and love. So when the heathen rage, we just need to do what the disciples did here. Claims God, God's word and pray for power uh, to keep going. That's the best thing you can do uh, when they're raging. Amen. Is just stick by the stuff. Amen. And pray for a prayer for God to do something mighty in the name of Jesus. Let's pray.